Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Chin Watched Podcast, the podcast where we try to justify talking about kids' movies, two movies, two episodes in a row, and call it educational. Um, I'm Nathan, as usual, and I'm joined by two newbies to the podcast, two never-before-scenes, um, my two film degree acquaintances, Yaseth and Leah. <laughs> how, how are you guys? Hello. Well, I am just fabulous and also not in a film degree. <laughs> yeah, okay, you made a but like you there. did. Okay, you did film subjects. I did. You okay, did one that's class. how we met you. I did a one couple class. subjects. Did a fuck. What was it called? I've forgotten Ooh. now. Screening. Uh, screening film? film history. That's, the that's one. it. That's classic. The one. Iconic. That was a what good a class. class. I think that's the best class I've done at uni. Yeah, we just watched movies. Like, that was it. And talked about them. Oh, you should start a (laughs) podcast like that. (laughs) (laughs) No, there's not really a market for it. I don't think you should. Yeah, right. Actually, no, yes, if you are starting a podcast, I heard. (laughs) No, no. Uh, I'm not starting uh, a podcast. When we were, uh, Leah, I don't know if you know this, but when, when I was putting out feelers for like people wanting to do um, new podcasts on our network, which I'll, I'll talk about the real ones in a second. Don't worry. But um, I get a message from Yasser saying he wants to do a podcast um, all about beans and it's called Heinz Beans and Everything in Between. <laughs> I thought it would be a funny pun. Not even a pun, just a good title. It's just Aww. a funny joke. I don't it? know the concept of the podcast, but it'll have it's legs, trust me. It's talking brilliant. About beans. We're talking green. We're talking <laughs> baked. We're talking what other lima. Kind of... yeah, I can't okay. think of any other kind yeah, of beans. Whatever else, whatever else you can do with some beans. <laughs> yep. <laughs> um, jelly, perhaps? Oh, mm, let's yeah. not get too crazy. Settle down. Nah, settle, settle. Um, before we get into talking about the movie that we've picked to talk about this week um i'll quickly do my little plug um if you're not following my instagram it's at shim watched steph i'm recording (laughs) yelling at charlie in the background it's okay i forgive you um (laughs) um anyway where was i um (laughs) it's okay steph um poor steph uh follow that's classic um Follow my Instagram, which is at Chimwatched. Twitter is at Chimwatched, um, et cetera, et cetera. Everything's just Chimwatched, pretty easy. And then you've got um, NBNA, which Yasser is a big fan of. Um, Love me some sports talk. Basketball podcast. Um, that one is at NBNA. You've got uh, Music Bleachers, which just started last week, and I was on that one to talk about the 1975 with Callum. That was fun. Um, so he should have a second episode this week as well. And then Tits and Other Shit which is actually Steph's podcast, uh, starts next week. So very exciting. That's all I'm coming excited for that one. That'll be cool. That's going to be really different, um, a lot more serious. You know, like that one, they're going to talk about like mental health and OnlyFans. And I'm like, let's talk about fucking hoodwink, baby. <laughs> <laughs> and there we have it, boys. And uh, that's the end of the episode. Thanks for coming. Yep. Um <laughs> See you on the other side. I'm pretty sure I make that joke every fucking episode. I really got to stop. <laughs> nah, um, keep it going. But yeah, we're going to talk about uh, a classic, um, Hoodwinked. So <laughs> before we get into the masterpiece, which is known as uh, Computer Animated Musical Comedy Thriller. Um, <laughs> thriller? 
uh, I want to talk about the reason why I got you two here. <laughs> so, um, w- how long ago did we start the hoodwinked schnitzel <laughs> posting meme page? Look. Well. Oh. Uh, a year ago? Yeah, good year. Good year and a bit, I reckon. It, it feels like a decade ago at this point, but <laughs> it has been a long time. Can I just say I mean, it was my... COVID. Yeah, my younger brother like walked into my room before and I was like, oh, get out. I'm about to do a podcast. And he's like, what about? And I'm like, Hoodwinked. And then he's like, oh, w- were you guys the one that made that Hoodwink page on Facebook? And I was like, yes, that Did was Did he us. not know that? He had no idea. He just liked it. <laughs> Wait, George or Alex? <laughs> Alex, the younger one. Fucking hell. <laughs> I was going to say, I'm pretty sure George submitted content. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, probably. Definitely. And it all started just a random conversation. I think someone just brought up a Hoodwink reference and then it just stumbled into, we should just make this into a meme. Yeah, and, and then we made the meme page uh, the 22nd of May last year. That's insane. Oh, that wow. was only last year? Well wow. over a year ago. That's yeah. Crazy. It feels a lot longer. I thought yeah. it was maybe like late last year. Like, that's <laughs> fucked. That was so long ago. It's I mean, it's dead now, ago. so. <laughs> it's um, always live on. It's, it's de- Someone liked it the other day. Yes, I saw nowhere. that. I did see yeah. that. Amazing. Brilliant. Um. There was the post where I said Hoodwinked was better than Shrek 2 and <laughs> that rustled some jimmies. I would um, imagine it did. <laughs> Leah said wrong and I run this page on that post. So <laughs> I'm just, I'm laughing at these fucking memes that Yasser posted. He put some real good ones. Um, yeah, no, there, there were some quality ones. I posted the one that said... Um, Boingo is the greatest movie villain of all time. Changed my mind. And, like, we can talk about that because that is oh, still... It's a hot debate, mm-hmm. Matt. Yes. It's a hot debate, but I feel like I'm correct. Um, so, Hoodwinked. Uh, as I said, computer animated musical comedy thriller. That's what it's listed as on Wikipedia. Um, came out late 2005 um, for a wow. week. And then it came out in mid-2006 on, like, a mass release. Um, okay. So that kind of ties into the first thing I want to talk about before we talk about the actual movie. I mentioned to you guys earlier that I was doing some research for this podcast and I found out that the development of this movie is a fucking wild ride. Like it explains everything about the movie. Um, so first off, uh, it was produced independently, uh, by a company called Blue Yonder Films. Um, So it was two guys, uh, Corey Edwards and Todd Edwards. Um, They directed and wrote the movie. And then they had one other guy come in to do writing as well. And they had uh, five producers on the movie, which is insane. Um, So it was actually one of the first computer animated movies to be completely independently funded. So... That explains they were, the animation. Because, well, exactly. So they worked <laughs> apart from a major studio, which meant that they had like all the creative control they wanted. So they could do whatever they wanted in this movie. But it also meant that because it had such a small budget, the animation was all produced in the Philippines. Oh. Um, like for real cheap. Um, so the wine, the, I don't even know how to say his name, the Weinstein 
company. Yeah, Fuck Weinstein. that guy. Hey, yeah. God, he sucks. <laughs> um, yes, it's asked for fun Weinstein facts. He's getting them. Um, the Weinstein company, <laughs> they didn't sign on until the movie was almost done. Um, oh. So it, that part gets interesting. But um, so they were working out of one of the writer's apartments. Uh, so one of the directors sketched all the storyboards himself for this whole movie. Oh my The God. other guy wrote oh the entire God. script and songs. And then the writer edited the story reel on his like Mac, just his <sighs> MacBook laptop in a fucking apartment. So this um, is like a studio film. That's like pretty much like a student film. <laughs> Literally, and it explains why it looks like shit, but why it's such a good movie that looks like shit. Yes, you're right. Um, Right, so the producer, one of the producers, then started showing test screenings of that story reel to kids in the neighbourhood. That was their (laughs) their testing, Um, and they gained input from their reactions. So, like, um, the children really liked Twitchy, the squirrel which is why he's in it so much that makes sense. um yeah because kids were like i love that like you know you watch like over the hedge like um what's his name hammy he's like the best character yeah in there's as a kid when you watch it. like films like this you like things like twitchy and stuff like that it's like oh those characters are great but when you during the my re-watching of this is like oh my god i could not stand him in any <laughs> of the scenes he was in it's like pre-minions Minion vibes. Oh, yeah. But, like, that's that's not as bad still. (laughs) Um, So, originally, this is such a... I love this story so much. Sorry, I'm getting really into this. Okay, so, originally, (laughs) um, the cast was going to be completely comprised of friends and family members of the directors. So, they brought in their cousin to play the main character, um, they like specifically wrote characters for, um, like people they knew. Um, there was like a few of them that had been friends with them since they were kids. Um, one of the director's wives was given the role of a skunk reporter. Um, like it was insane. They, it was pretty much just going to be like their friends. So how did they um, get from friends to Anne Hathaway then? Yeah. Well, <laughs> that's the next part. Here we go. So what happened was, and I just need to find the specific part um, in the Wikipedia because it goes quite into detail about it. Um, Okay, so this is what happened. So the film was pretty much done. Uh, The Weinstein Company had only just recently been formed. So this was one of the first Weinstein Company movies. Um, they picked up Hoodwinked when they were, it was brought to their attention by, um, Robert Rodriguez, the guy that directed Spy Kids. Yeah. And Shark Boy and and Lavagirl. I was about to say Sharknado. Shark Boy and (laughs) Lavagirl. Um, and Sin City, but that's besides the point. (laughs) Well, yeah. Who cares about Sin City? Um, his wife, um, her attorney happened to work for the company that made uh, Hoodwinked. So Weinstein Company picks up Hoodwinked. They get Skywalker Sound, which is the company that does all the sound for Star Wars movies. They get Skywalker Sound in to do the sound on this movie. 
the film's basically done. Uh, then the Weinstein company come in and recast the entire film with big actors. So animation almost done, all the voice acting done, uh, and they come in and replace everyone. So originally they had Tara Strong, who um, she's played like Harley Quinn in the animated series. She was Timmy Turner. I'm pretty sure she was one of the Powerpuff Girls as well. She was red. And then they replaced her with Anne Hathaway. Um, Jim Belushi replaced the guy that was playing the woodsman. But then that guy that was playing the woodsman ended up being Nikki Flippers. Um, <laughs> so, um, Glenn Close replaced um, one of the director's friends as Granny Puckett. Um, and then uh, this other guy, Chaz Palmentary, I've never heard of him, but he replaced Tom Kenny as... The, as one of the characters, but then Tom Kenny ended up playing one of the police officers. Yeah, he um, Tom Kenny's the... the guy that voices SpongeBob. Yes. Um, <laughs> so basically, this film pretty much finished, and then uh, the directors just decide, oh, we're just gonna we're just gonna replace everybody. So um, is That's that cool? Insane. And the, the directors were like, you know what? Sure, like it'll probably make the movie better, and. When you look at the cast, like, it was a good move. Um, the only problem with it, with, with it, I can't speak. I don't know how to speak. Um, the only problem with this whole shebang is that um, because the animation had already been done to these other people's lines, um, the actors that were brought in were told they had to say the lines exactly how the other actors said them. So they okay. had to have the same inflections, the same. They couldn't improvise at all. Um, no creative. So you get input. a bunch of actors in that are like big, big names at the time, uh, and you go, "Yeah, you can't actually uh, be very creative with this. You just have to copy these other people, um, and then the other people get no credit in the credits for the movie, um, which is kind of fucked." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Quite. Wow. Um, and as well as this, um, the soundtrack was released in December of 2005 and over legal disputes got pulled off the market a month after being out. I so... was wondering why oh I could God. never find it on Spotify or anything. No. Well, Not it a says bad it got soundtrack released either. on iTunes in 2010, but that was it. Um, but oh, yeah. Wow. So I don't know what part of it was legal issues. Um, but yeah, that was interesting. That explains um, yeah, so that, much. That's hoodwinked. <laughs> that's that's really wow. And then did you did you go much into the second movie? Like I kind of forgot they no. did the second movie. I never even I don't even want it. to think about the second movie. I yeah, well, prefer to just pretend it doesn't exist. Let's focus yeah. on the important matter here. You know what's is... baffling about the second one <laughs> is it looks worse. How do you look worse? <laughs> How many years after did they do the second? What oh, year fuck. was it? I don't know. I'm going to have to have a look. Because uh, you'd expect it to be. Oh, that is yeah, a so big that's, break. That's going to be, like, pretty decent animation at least. Like, Yeah. Um, And Anne Hathaway was not in it. Hayden mm. Panettiere. Is that his name? Panettiere, she replaced I don't know. 
Yeah, that one. Huh. She replaced uh, Anne Hathaway, and Martin Short replaced Jim Belushi. As <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> that's something. Um, but yeah, apparently they like full. Pl- they had like a plan for multiple movies, despite the fact that this one was getting like two and a half stars, like fifty percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Like they were totally just gonna keep going with this if the second one made money, but it didn't. So. Yeah. Forgive me if I'm wrong, but I think the Weinstein Company, because you said it was when they first started, they also released like a rip off Finding Nemo as well, I think. It's oh, like really? called Shark Bait or something like that. I, oh, God. Now I need to. I see have it. not heard of that, but. Yeah. Weinstein and I think it was like all the same issues, like horrible animation and whatnot. Oh. It looks like there aren't any results. Well, that sucks. <laughs> um, oh. So their first animated film was Hoodwinked, and their second animated film was Dougal. So ah, Dougal. that's cool. Yeah, um, Scary Movie Four that was like <laughs> right after Hoodwinked. Oh wait, the movie was called The Reef. Oh, oh the reef. I remember The Reef. Yeah, oh. internationally it was called Shark Bait. That shit oh, the sucked. Reef. Hold on a second. I think I have nightmares about this movie. <laughs> Hang on a minute. <laughs> Just a year after Hoodwinked, they released it. Mm. Oh, that is terrible. Um, but yeah, it does like that whole debacle. That explains a lot. It explains why some of the acting is a bit shit. Um, it explains why the animation looks like shit, and it explains why everything else is good except for those things. Yeah. Although everyone's given it low ratings, but I don't know, man. It, Pretty good. I mean, Hoodwink um, was categorized into that area of like in that space and time where all animated films wanted to be like Shrek. They, <laughs> there are so many times in the Wikipedia where they say, like, the creators said we were trying to imitate a Shrek style. Like, they everyone just wanted to be Shrek. Yeah, because yeah. it's taking that innocent pre existing like fairy tale characters and making them like self aware. And even at the time, there was also films like Happily Never After and stuff like that. Mm. And it's like a good comparison because like bad animation and having a strong cast, even like with Food Fight, that same sort of... Oh, (laughs) there's chills down my back. But the thing in the difference with Hoodwinked is it made shitloads of money, like a lot of money um, for what it was. I remember like loving it as a kid though like oh, the first time here. i ever watched it it was like the best thing like correct me if i'm wrong did this movie get a premiere on like nickelodeon back in the day or was that just barnyard because i i vividly barnyard. remember barnyard but i can't remember if hoodwink was also like no, a nickelodeon. i do remember the ads all the time as a kid being on like yeah. tv in the morning and stuff like that <laughs> Yeah. yeah, I just because I can't remember like w- when the first time I watched Hoodwink was like if it was like on Nickelodeon or on TV or something. The yeah. first time I watched it was on a burnt DVD. Same here. Yeah, look, so. probably same, probably same. <laughs> I think that's actually like you know how people like um well I mean like we are like this. I was about to say like people um where like oh you know listening to music on vinyl like it's a different experience you know like watching movies on a four K ultra hd disc like that's the way to go um hoodwinked <laughs> the ultimate way to watch it is on a 
burnt, burnt disc from Bali disc. that you get for a dollar. Yeah. And it's some scratched, dingy little DVD it's shop. It's scratched and it jumps in places and you still Filmed through it. a camera, maybe like yeah. 180p. I don't Like that's <laughs> the dream, man. Like this, that is the yeah. only way to watch it. This is yep. one of the movies that I don't know if you were the same as kids, but whenever me and my brother watched a movie and it was done, we sort of just went, well, we got nothing else to do. We want to watch it again. That, <laughs> that was hoodwinked for us growing up. It was on That's every me, night. Oh. But yeah, I feel that. It's one of those movies where it was like, oh, we'll just watch it again, right? And like, <laughs> it's good. I, I love it. I don't know why, like, everyone hated I, it. I love it. Love it. It's brilliant. Holy. I liked it as a kid. I like it now. I mean, I think I, I like it more now. Yeah, like, as a kid, you don't realize how awful it looks but when you watch it now you're like this is terrible for 2005 standard let alone today like (laughs) yeah well it would have been around the time uh so i reckon i saw it maybe for the last time uh like 2010 and then um the next time i watched it would have been about when we started the meme page so may last year i watched it with like callum and liam in at their house and uh, uh, you know initially they're like no we're not watching hoodwinked and i'm like come on we have to watch hoodwinked and then at the end they're like i'm so glad we watched that like <laughs> we were all like what a fucking banger of a movie like i don't know how i've never seen it drunk but it's gotta happen one day like i well, i haven't watched it drunk i, I think that's either. on my list now it's definitely After on the lockdown. list i think it's because every time i'm drunk we just go yeah, let's watch live action Scooby Doo again. <laughs> that was another Every another film I watched all the time as a kid. I watched that recently, actually. That's a that's a good movie. It's a real it's a sexual film that. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Got that right. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's the general gist of like the development of it, and like I guess where we are with it. But do you want to talk about the actual movie? <laughs> Absolutely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a lot of stuff, like questions and notes I had when watching it. I need Go to... on, then. Go on. All right. Yeah, you start. Here's the, f- here's the first thing I wrote down when rewatching it. There's a mafia within the sheep community in the universe. <laughs> like, yes. when, the, when, the, when the wolf Wolfie goes into the, the sheep to get resources out, for his, you know, his newspaper. There's just an Italian sheep just... Yeah, what about it? Withdrawing information willy-nilly, you know? (laughs) So it's like you think that's weird. Like, I'm pretty sure that's real life, isn't it? I think that's real life. (laughs) But, yeah, that's that's the thing with this. That's what makes me think of Shrek when I see this. It's like the the weird details that are in there and you're like, that doesn't make any sense. But like (laughs) you're trying to be like realistic with animals, but it makes no sense. But like it's funny as fuck. So who cares? Look, the the fact that you said it was basically like, like the the film was basically a student film. Like, let's be real. Like it makes so Mm. much sense now. Um, every just, joke makes the sense jokes exactly in that yeah and most of the um, jokes actually work too which is the weird thing about it 
I still laugh out loud at the jokes in this. I think yeah. they're legitimately like it's a really well written movie, and I think yeah. it comes down to like at the time, especially because of like Shrek and Pixar. Mm. Um, any animated movies that weren't uh, Disney or DreamWorks, they kind of had to fall into a certain like they had to be doing certain things and like they yeah. were very studio controlled. They were yeah. like products of a studio, not the creators. Whereas this, because it was technically just an independent film that got picked up by a big company right at the end. It does just feel like they were doing whatever they wanted. Definitely. And it doesn't feel studio controlled or like yeah. there was any manipulation there because they could just do whatever they wanted. And what they wanted to do was make this like, weird murder mystery <laughs> with a frog detective. <laughs> yep. It's brilliant. It's the brilliant. next question I had was related to said frog detective, okay. Mickey Flippers. Okay. Uh, when we first Leo. get, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yes. when we first yes. get introduced to Mickey Flippers, he owns a pet dog. Is he like oh. a, because the animals talk oh, yes. in this world. Is he like a fucking slave owner or into some kinky <laughs> shit? Or... But do dogs ever talk? Because <laughs> I wolf never saw talks. a dog talk in it. The wolf talks, but that doesn't count. The wolf Patrick yeah. Warburton's wolf, he talks. Yes. Hey, Peter. <laughs> hey, Nikki. That's also another thing. I... Because there's a human fairy as well. The point that I would do that. The human fairy. Who's the human fairy? Do you remember there was this dude that working behind like a that owned like (laughs) a stand? You posted a meme with him on it. Yeah, the dude and like was he dressed as like a zebra? Oh, oh yes. No. So what? What is (laughs) he then in this world? Uh, he's sexy. Human. (laughs) (laughs) Mm, He's doing things to me. It's a lot. (laughs) <laughs> you are my heart. You are my mind. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. <laughs> oh, it's you got um, my heart. I stuffed up. No. Ah, oh, good one, oh, idiot. idiot. I ruined it. Nah, um, but um. Echo again. Oh, <laughs> now I can't. Oh. What the fuck, man? I think it's every time I get closer to my computer. But anyways, because every back- time we touch. I get this feeling, <laughs> and every time we kiss, I swear I can fly. <laughs> um, um, can we talk about Granny? We can go talk ahead. About, um, I I just name? I just um I I love her, <laughs> like <laughs> like he's great. Um, I love her. No, like seriously, that and I I think that her and Nippy Flippers are my favorite. Straight up. Really? Yes. Really? Yes. Nikki's my favorite. Well, as a kid, the whole granny part of the story was the part that I disliked the most. But but she was she was triple G, wasn't she? she that was a nickname. She was right? triple G. That's like it. I don't mind it now, but I was always more interested in the other characters in the film. Oh, I just found it hilarious when I saw a, an extreme sport athlete grandma. I mean, ultimately, my favorite character is Boingo, but <laughs> like we'll get to that. But of the good guys, <laughs> it's uh, it's Nikki Flippers. Another but question. I agree, Granny Puckett is fire. Another question I had was the whole, the whole plot 
was just based around the what was it the ingredients and recipes of goods like being stolen by Boingo as you mentioned earlier but do the owners of all the stores just have awful memories because (laughs) you would assume that they knew the recipes off by heart by now you would think so after all this time like come on Mm. Yeah, but I Boingo just wants it. Boingo, yep. my man. Leah, get away from the fucking microphone. It's really I, pissing I'm me a, off. I'm actually, I can hear is that? I'm actually not, but I will go further away. Maybe turn. You could turn down your headphones like we did. Let, let me, let me turn it down. Let me turn it down. Yeah, yeah. Let All me right. turn it down. Is that um, better? I really have to turn off my phone because I'm looking at the hoodwink schnitzel posting memes and laughing at them. <laughs> Um, but like people listening to this can't see them, so. Mm. But they're good. You're gonna you're have to link already, our page. Yeah, I'll put it in the in the description. Um, I'll post the podcast on the Hoodwink Schnitzel posting page. Oh, oh. yes, yeah, didn't even think of that. Get some traction. Um, yeah. Look, um, the Granny Pocket twist, um, never made sense to me as a kid. But I appreciate it now. Yeah, uh, you definitely do now. You know, her turning out to be an extreme sports enthusiast. Which <laughs> makes no sense. But, Use the hood, Red. Ah, um, uh, Star the Wars hood. reference. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I guess we won't talk about that yet because we'll, we'll try and go uh, through in order. I want to talk about Be Prepared, but. Um, oh yes. Speaking oh, of yes. music, um, Red's song at the start actually isn't that oh, bad. It's that's not a bop. the worst thing. I no, love that track. Yeah. I it's genuinely great. think it's great. Yeah. If that was on Spotify, be in all my playlists. But it's 100%. not. I really, I really want to know what the legal issues were with the soundtrack because it's great. I wonder if a quick Google will give that hoodwinked soundtrack. Legal issues. Because I understand, like, the the reasoning as to why, like, other songs, but the originals, why aren't they being able to mm. be published? Exactly. Yeah. That's what I wonder. Mm, bloody um, Weinstein. <laughs> Weinstein at it again. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Weinstein, man. I'm looking at it on Genius. Um, look, there's nothing here. Um, mm. Also, all I can hear is my cat meowing, and I don't know if that's going to be in the back of the thing, but I could just hear him going, meow, meow. <laughs> Jasper, so many interruptions this time, and I love it. Um, they have the lyrics for Great Big World by Anne Hathaway on Genius. Um, yeah, and they have the Be Prepared don't... lyrics as well. Oh, yeah, well. I mean, you've got to have that. That's the most important one. Of course they've got that. Um, I'm also ch- just trying to look at these and I'm getting fucking ads for HalloweenCostumes.com because I was looking at an elf mask as a joke <laughs> and now it's all I'm getting ads for is this fucking elf mask. I don't want it. It was a joke. Ah. Um, a pa- wait, yeah. a fun fact real quick Ooh, about being prepared. On. Apparently be prepared. the song was almost Be prepared. Cut. This lesson must be must shared. Be this song was almost cut from the this original product entirely. Be prepared. What? Yes. Why? And it, like 
it's literally <laughs> the most memorable part of that movie. Like, you, I it's think so it's out of place, of but song. it's the best part. Can but we get brilliant. into the be prepared aspect now? Yeah. You know what? Let's on. talk about it. Okay, we'll pull it up on um, on Genius. I've got it here. So let's start off with what the um, annotation says. The be prepared scene in Hoodwinked is often considered the most memorable part of the film, but it was almost cut entirely, as Leah has already pointed out. That's what it says in the genius description. Um, the creators of the film felt the non sequitur scene distracted from the central plot line, but after running an early copy of the film past a test group of children, they were persuaded the scene was too entertaining to cut it out. Thank you. So the only reason they kept it is because of the neighborhood kids that liked the song. <laughs> I mean, Thank everything, God. <laughs> everything about this part of the film to me is just absolutely iconic. It's a fever dream. Because I remember, I don't remember much, but I remember clearly the first time I saw this scene as a kid, how I, I was yeah. absolutely dying from laughter. Yeah, no, same here. And me and my this, brothers. To this we day, loved it. me and my brothers still quote the start of that. <laughs> It's when they first get okay, so it starts off with red. Wait, Bonking. okay, we gotta. You know, what we're gonna do. We're gonna talk about this like it is a genius uh, song <clears throat> video. Yes, we have to. Here, I'll insert the theme song in here. <laughs> and now we'll talk about it. Okay, cool. Yasus, go off. Let's hear about it. Let's hear. Be prepared. <laughs> so. We first get introduced to this this Billy Goat just sitting down. Was he playing a band? His name's Jaffet. Jaffet. I don't know he had a name. <laughs> Old mate Jaffet is just chilling. And what is the line that he says when he opens up by saying that he a witch put a spell on him? <laughs> Was it thirty seven years ago? Yes. Uh, that's it. <clears throat> 37 years ago, a witch don't put a spell on me. A spell where when I'm talking, I'm singing it with glee. That's what he says. No, even before that, it's like, I have to sing every word I say. And when Red yeah. goes, <laughs> everything, he just goes, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> to me, I still find that so hilarious. The best part is when he talks normally and she's like, but you just spoke normally, and he's like, "Did I? Did I? Did I? That's the best joke in the movie. Did 100%. I do? Oh, that just unlocked a memory I kind of forgot. Thank you for that. I know this That's whole okay. thing off by heart. I don't even have to look at the lyrics to be honest with you. I got horns that open bottles. I got I horns that open keys. 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 <laughs> got horns that when you turn them right, they, they help, help me, me watch, watch, watch TV. TV. <laughs> <laughs> it's oh, a classic, God. honestly. I, I mean, so good. that is one of those things where it's like, when I think of my childhood, that's one of the things that pops up every time. Like, not the movie. I, didn't, I don't really have fond memories of the movie, but this <laughs> song, this scene. This scene. Like, I have fond memories of this scene. So... It's this scene and the Snitzel song because the children were so terrifyingly oh, animated. 100%. Like, oh, my God. Like, nightmares of them eating the, the Snitzel. It's, yeah. Or just anything it's that the Woodsman says. on a stick, the greatest <laughs> thing you'll ever lick. 
That one I know off by heart. <laughs> that's, that's good to know. Thank you. Classic. I mean, everything the woodsman says is funny as well. Because it's just that's such, such stupid joke. Yeah. You want to talk about... Yeah. Okay, let's talk about the structure of the movie. I think that's the best part of it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> the way you have that opening scene where everything... Just, like, it is the most hectic, like, three or four minutes of any movie... I've, like, I've watched Uncut Gems, and I'm going to say that this is more chaotic than that. Um, just everything going on at once, and then slowly throughout the movie, like, they unravel every little detail of that opening scene. So that then when you rewatch it, you're like, oh, no, everything is, like, there. Like, it all adds up. Um, and it's just, it's fucking excellent. Every part of it, like... Um, her going in and the wolf sitting there clearly wearing a mask and she has no idea. And then she pops out of the cupboard all roped up and then the woodsman just jumps through the fucking window. And then like, enter the title screen and then welcome to this film. <laughs> it's the most insane thing I've ever seen. Yeah, uh, it, it's pretty full on when you think back to it. It bangs. It does bang. Why don't they have the lyrics for the schnitzel song on Genius? Oh, I'm sure it's somewhere up on YouTube. Yeah. That's kind of fucked up. Okay, that's kind of <laughs> wrong. Don't have the lyrics for Red is Bl- Blue by Ben Folds and not the schnitzel song feat Jim Belushi. Thanks. Okay. Um. Look, uh, t- speaking of the structure, um, the way they slowly reveal that it's Boingo is probably my favorite part of the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, plot-wise. Yeah. Um, just the way, like, how he slowly starts popping up in everyone's stories, and then Nikki Flippers is slowly like, hang on, there's one person that ties all of this together. It's, yeah. And it's like, it's so, again, that's what makes me go, this can't be a Weinstein company movie. Like, <laughs> you know, it, it, it is like an indie film in that it is very well constructed, almost too well constructed where it's like, you don't need that kind of a complicated villain plot in a kid, a kid's movie, but like they did it quite successfully. I think. Yeah. Like um, the narrative structure mm-hmm. of like a Tarantino film. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> it's like Pulp Fiction for kids. <laughs> yeah, I'm. Yep, that's I'm putting perfect. that on a quote. I'm pulp posting fi- that. Pulp on Instagram. Fiction for it's kids. Pulp that's fiction brilliant. For kids. Wow. Um, Who's a gimp in this situation then? <laughs> Granny. <laughs> Tied up it's in the triple cupboard. G. <laughs> Granny pocket. Yeah, yeah triple G. And the, and the, and the so she, she's gagged, gouged, and <laughs> yeah, they're like evil skiing gang. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> that, that's another thing I want to get to here. Okay, because that the big dude in that gang is pretty much Arnold Schwarzenegger. We can agree upon that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. He says, I'll be back twice. <laughs> like, they thought it was that funny that he'll say it. They had to and use the f- it twice. And they had to use it twice. That, not only that, that's n- not the only Arnold Schwarzenegger reference in the film. Because if you recall, the director, really? when, he ca- when the director calls up Kirk, the woodsman, and tells him that he's casting the commercial, 
he says that he wants him because he can go with the Hercules goes bananas vibe. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> that went right over my head. Yes. That's brilliant. Only I just realized today. <laughs> oh, I love it. No, that's good. That's good. Um, I'm now realizing though, looking at pictures of the evil ski team, um, they are the grossest models in the whole movie, right? Like no, everyone else kids. looks ugly. The kids, the kids, the kids oh. are what have a permanent, yeah, okay. like picture etched into my brain. It, it Fair terrifying. Those kids are, I, I don't think they're kids. I don't like them. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, no. I just looked at pictures of the one shoving the schnitzel on a stick up his nose, and oh my god, <laughs> terrifying! They don't look oh real. My... Yeah, when he sticks it up his nose, that's that's what got me. It's the schnitzel on a stick up his nose for me. <laughs> <That's weird>. <laughs> <laughs> oh um, god! But yeah, I think like the evil gang. And the kids are probably the ugliest, but like everything in this movie looks ugly. Even Red um, is kind of ugly. Okay, Red is hit and miss. Okay, sometimes <laughs> she looks fine, and then sometimes she just pulls this one face, and I'm like, yo. <laughs> <laughs> In all, in all seriousness, I think film. Nikki Flippers is the only decent looking character design. Yes! Thank you. When we're speaking yeah. of Red, like, the ending of the film made me laugh so hard because it's just a dopey-eyed Red just staring directly to the camera going, <laughs> I always did like happy endings. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. So, okay, not to jump straight to the ending, but, like, the ending, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> the way, even when I saw it for the first time, I was like, so I would have seen it maybe a year or two after it came out. So I was like eight or nine. Um, Mm -hmm. And I think even when I was that age, I was like, oh, they're just trying to set up a sequel, aren't they? And because they do the whole like, oh, we need you for another mission. And they're all like, are we ready for it? And they're like, yeah, we're ready for it. Then Red (laughs) says her, I always did like a happy ending. And then it's like, bam, bam. But like, no, that (laughs) like even as a kid, I'm like, Really, they're going to do a second one of these, and then they you did. You were smart from a young age. They basically. followed on that. That they they kept with that plot. They just didn't do it well. But um, so so did you watch the second one? Because I don't think I ever did. I've seen the second one. Okay. Uh, I've never watched it. Really weird, specific uh, memory about Hood versus Evil. Um, yeah, that's what it's called. Um, <laughs> Uh, the first time I saw it, so that, for reference, it has an 11% on Rotten Tomatoes and it had double oh. the budget. Yikes. Uh, and it made, oh my God, oh my God, no, oh my God, it had more than double the budget. Holy shit. Really? Um, okay, so the first one, I just want to talk about this because I've just seen it. The first movie was made for less than $8 million. And it made a hundred million. Whoa. The second wow. one was made for thirty million dollars. So that is four, uh, pretty much four times, almost five times the budget of the first one. 
and it made sixteen million dollars. Wow! Damn. It made That's fourteen a... million dollars you know less. You know what? It's first, because they did the such budget. a a gap in between the two. I feel like has to do. partially. Yes, I also like, think reviews just came out and it was like this. It's not very good. Mm. Um, but the thing is, you see all the reviews that are coming up, and they all say. Hey, the voice cast is really good. It's just everything else is really shit in this one. Oh, that's that's such a shame. But it was different directors, different producers. Mm, um, the story was the same guys, but everything else was different. So yeah, that sort of explains that. Um, but the weird specific memory that I was talking about the first time I saw Hoodwinked Hood versus Evil was, um, uh, you know when? Okay, so you know when you go on holidays. And at ho- some hotels, uh, you could hire, like, DVDs. But then at some, you could, like, hire the movies directly on the TV in your room. Yeah. 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 We paid for and watched Hoodwinked 2 Hood vs. Evil in <laughs> a resort room in Fiji. <laughs> uh, in... And that's all you remember about your Fiji trip. <laughs> um, that's it. Mostly, yeah. No, I I remember other things from that trip, but anytime I see this poster, I'm sent back into this fucking room at the Radisson in Fiji. And I'm like, I want to throw something at that TV so I don't have to sit through it. <laughs> um, that's kind of like beautiful though, when you think about it. But I don't remember anything about it. All I remember is that Hansel and Gretel are the bad guys. That's all I know. I can't oh, remember spoiler shit. alert. Jeez. Oh, thanks, Nathan. I don't now, think that's Now I can't twist. watch it. Now I, I can't watch not. it. Damn it. Sorry, guys. I'll put a spoiler warning for <laughs> two <laughs> in the opening. Uh, I'll be like, sorry, just warning everybody there's a spoiler. <laughs> <laughs> and it's not that Hansel and Gretel are evil. Um, speaking of evil, though, um, unless, Yasith, you've got anything else you want to talk about? Because... I just want to talk about Boingo, my man. Uh, I mean, I have a bit here. There's only a couple. On, I'll, just, I'll just go through them quickly. Yeah, let's just go. Stuff, just stuff that I like throughout it. The In order to become a better woodsman, Kirk reads a book that's titled Chopping for Actors. <laughs> and it's, it's a really big book. It's almost like the size of a telephone book. I was just wondering what the actual content was. And during that same scene where he, he chops down all the trees, he clearly kills a nest of at least six baby birds, but he just goes on about his day. So maybe he was the bad guy all along. Yeah, not Boingo. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, go ahead Real with your Boingo discussion. <laughs> go into it. We're going to talk about Boingo. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, I had to take a sip of my beer before we go into boy go talk. Um, my man, Boingo, voiced by Andy Dick. The great. Um, <laughs> that's another one where it was like, what? Why'd you get Andy Dick in? But like, he's also the best actor in the movie. Like, he his character is the most interesting acting wise. Like Anne Hathaway. That could be fucking anyone. Anyone, yeah. Which is proven by the fact that she got replaced in the second one. Patrick Warburton but, was good as the wolf. That's true. Um, 
That was another thing in reading about the production. They actually said that originally their idea for the wolf was like a mix between Chevy Chase and I can't remember who else they said. Uh, now I have to go back and find it. They said Chevy Chase and Bill Murray was the combination that they wanted. Oh, wow. Um, but Patrick Bill Murray Robert went with just... Garfield the year before, didn't he? Because <laughs> he thought it was someone else's movie. He thought it was a Coen <laughs> Brothers film. <laughs> oh, that is a classic. <laughs> We're going to do a Garfield episode. That's on my list oh, of episodes. Hell do, yeah. So. Be happy, baby. Um, you guys will probably <laughs> you guys will be on for that. <laughs> we can talk about the scene where Garfield dances to the black eyed peas. Oh, iconic. You know what? That... I really do need to rewatch that movie. I think we should. I think we should rewatch it soon. We'll do it on Zoom. Oh, yeah, let's do I'm it. down for that. I'm definitely down Since, for that. Or we just wait until restrictions are over and you guys come watch it on my 4K TV. We'll, Absolutely. We'll get Garfield in 4K and watch it. <laughs> I could probably quote the whole thing back whilst I'm watching it. I think I know Garfield, A Tale of Two Kitties, better than the first one. Oh. But that's because I watched it more as a kid because um, I had that one on DVD and not the first let's one. Let's go back to Boingo. <laughs> <laughs> Staying on topic... Barely nowhere. Um, Boingo is by far one of my favorite animated characters ever, I'm going to say, in any movie. Um, Obviously, the best line, um, akin to what are we, some kind of suicide squad, is when he exclaims, you've been hoodwinked, baby. It's the best part of the movie. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, it, it was pretty good. Can't deny um, it. Any film that references at, like, the title. You get his quotes on uh, IMDb. S- famous ones such as, <clears throat> Oh, you'd best be fearing the ear, baby. <laughs> um, <laughs> or talking to a tight and gagged red. Hey, you're a delivery girl, right? Then could you do me a favor? Can you take this down the mountain? Because it absolutely, positively has to be there tonight. <laughs> Uh, now that's you've evil also if got I've ever heard it. A hundred percent. Like you think Darth Vader's bad? <laughs> I don't know, man. Have you heard Boingo? <laughs> <laughs> um, got Red says you're crazy, and Boingo says maybe so, but I'm top of the woods now, baby. Why did he say baby so much? Yeah, what was his catchphrase? Baby. Hey, man. Just... It was pretty good. It was good. I liked it classic you have all these quotes about he says you don't you just don't get it do you Dolph who was Dolph Dolph who, that's who, the was he the big guy character oh yeah yeah, yeah. he was Dolph what a classic, classic Dolph uh, <laughs> classic Dolph move uh, Dolph says what about the old lady she's alive she'll be back and Boingo says you just don't get it do you Dolph I'm done I'm done dancing for the man the muffin man <laughs> And Granny, <laughs> they can both take a hike. I'm See, never going to answer to anyone is, ever again. That's kind of like a Shrek joke, like there. I, and I you all, of... yeah, Rest and you also peace, read uh, Dolph's line wrong there because he said she'll be back, and then left a massive pause to make sure people got the Arnold reference. <laughs> <laughs> there's 
that's another thing. Um, Shrek had a lot of pop culture references. Um, and I think this tried to do that too. Mm, but yeah. some are actually successful. I still laugh at the use the hood. That's still funny. Yeah. Um, but some of them, I can't remember all of them, but some of them you're just like, oh, that has not aged nicely at all, has it? <laughs> um, there isn't a like, lot of actual, like, pop culture references, but more so just, like, look at this fairy tale character and know that they're self-aware of their situation sort of thing. Look at this fairy tale character doing something wacky. Wacky. You ever seen... You ever seen Granny do something wacky? You ever seen the <laughs> wolf play pickup basketball? <laughs> <laughs> that was another meme that we posted was the wolf wearing LeBron's jersey. <laughs> <laughs> and didn't it say like... Next to LeBron. I can't believe they turned the wolf from Hoodwick <laughs> into a real thing. <laughs> exactly what it said. Classic, I tell you. Um... Yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't really have much else to say about the movie. I feel like I've covered every point I wanted to talk about. But, like, Leah, yeah. did you have anything else you want to cover? Cause, like... Look, look, like, I'm pretty content with that. We went over Be Prepared, which is still my favourite part of the movie. Be prepared. We're all in consensus of that. Don't be shared. I think. Yeah, I'm glad. Um, I'm going to end the episode with Be Prepared. <laughs> Oh, another right another underrated line at the start of the film was when uh, Red asks Nikki, "Why do they call him Flippers?" And then it just cuts to him having a Vietnam flashback <laughs> of him as John Travolta dancing in Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> what were they smoking when they wrote yeah. that? I don't know, but it's again one of the best fucking jokes in the movie. So go Flippers. I'm okay. Go Flippers. <laughs> Go flippers, go flippers. Um, I um, definitely want to go rewatch it now. Hundred percent. I want a full viewing. Um, and I'll let you know when I do that because I'm probably gonna have to talk about it again to you guys <laughs> when I pick up stuff that I just didn't remember. I mean, it's a yeah. layered, it's a layered film. I mean, layered, it's a layered. It is. You really have to have a high IQ to understand Hoodwink. There, there you have it. There you have it. And on that note. On that note, we'll close it out. But, um, you know, just for for old time's sake, give us your rating out of five on this movie because the people want to know. That is a Um, tough question. I feel like. Let me double check my letterbox. I'll see if I've actually posted one or not. I don't think as I have. A, as a six-year-old, I would have given it a five. Um, probably now that I'm older, purely for the animation, I'd give it a four. I would go Fair. three. Like, the story's great, but it's just too hard to look at. <laughs> I was going to say the exact same thing. Uh, I think it gets a three. Maybe a three and a half, just because the story is so good. But like, fuck, it's ugly. Yeah, yeah but like, pretty ugly. It makes sense now why it's ugly, but it's still ugly. So <laughs> I don't care if it was made in the Philippines for cheap; it's still shit. <laughs> <laughs> and it still holds a great place in my childhood. Exactly. Exactly. And that's all that matters. 
And that's the end of that chapter. Um, oh, was that a fucking fairy tale pun there? Uh, no. <laughs> Are you a fairy tale pun? I don't know. You tell me. Okay. Um, but yeah. Um, that is that. That's that's hoodwinked for everyone. Um, I mean, if you've gotten this far and you haven't seen hoodwinked, fuck you. Firstly, we've spoiled it. Secondly, <laughs> why haven't you seen it? So, like, go watch it. Um, but I think the most important thing to take from all of this, like all the the whole discussion we've had, the most important thing to remember is, and and you have to make sure that you share this lesson. Um, unless you've got a spare, you've got one life, so handle it with care. <laughs> Be prepared. Be prepared. <laughs> You've been hoodwinked, baby. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Uh, I'd like to thank my good friends. You're going to have to listen to this whole thing. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'd like to thank my good friends, uh, Leah and Yasseth, for coming on to the podcast this week. Thanks Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Thanks for having us. I wouldn't have anyone else to talk about hoodwinked. (laughs) It would feel wrong. Only the admins of Hoodwink Schnitzel posting get to talk about Hoodwink on the podcast. <laughs> I'm going to upload a Speaking of, chuck it a like if you're listening. Go, yep. yeah, go follow Hoodwink Schnitzel posting. Like, um, maybe we'll bring it back up. Maybe we'll, you know, charge it up, give it some life, you know, <laughs> put the defib on the chest of Hoodwink Schnitzel posting and fucking zap it back up and post some more topical memes because i realized like one of them just hasn't aged very well at all because it was about james charles and taddy westbrook <laughs> oh my God. i saw that it's like, it's like, I who cares that. about that one now like yeah. the rest of them are funny but that one it's like it was topical at the time but then there's also ones with like you know yes was posted one where um the schnitzel uh, i was about to say the schnitzel guy kirk the woodsman is standing with all the kids um, looking shocked, and the caption is when the substitute teacher realizes someone drew a penis on the board. <laughs> so, <laughs> classic. I mean, that one—it's timeless, really. Classic. Yeah. Universal. Um, but yeah, thank thanks for listening. If you got this far, um, plug all the shit again. You know, at Jim Watched. Uh, go check out the other podcasts. There's more coming. Um, but you'll see all that on all the socials and everything like that. Um, but yeah, that's um, that's it from me. Thanks for listening. Uh, tune in next week for something else, probably. I hope. Probably, hopefully, not a kids' movie. <laughs> Two weeks in a row. This is bad. This is a bad habit to fall into. And then you'll watch next week and we'll do the fucking Garfield episode. <laughs> and it'll be like, great. This again. Lasagna. All right. That, that's it for. <laughs> Lasagna. <laughs> mm, I hate Mondays. Mmm. <laughs> Lasagna. Oh, you stop grabbing my balls. <laughs> waka waka. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> I, I don't even know where to end this. Here's fuck a good this spot. episode. Man, fuck this episode. All right, bye, everyone. Say bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Bye, bye everyone. Thanks for listening. <laughs>